This is the Funky Gamer Podcast. Hello, hello, hello there. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Funky Gamer Podcast, a gaming podcast from a bunch of wannabe somebody at still nobody British dudes who think they know stuff. I'm your host, Ricky James, and this is episode 32. In this week's show, UK's Parliament make firm recommendations on potential stonewalls for loot boxes in video games. Gears 5 appears to have brought Microsoft and their services great success, so we talk about that. And of course, there's more, plus Chris's Corner, plus one more thing. Before we get into all that, though, I suppose it'd be rude of me not to acknowledge the powerful presence of my co-hosts, Mr. Chris Wright. How art thee the present day mateth? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Good. And of course, the Geordie one, Mr. David Moore is here. Y'all read pet. Sorry, boys. Sorry. How are we doing, man? It's all good, huh? It's all good. All good in the hood. Thanks for being here, fellas. All right. Don't both jump at once, but have either of you been up to much this week outside of gaming? Working. Spending lots of money on EB and Amazon. <laughs> Sleeping. So Chris has been working and sleeping, which is pretty much the standard usual. I've been doing a lot of that, actually. I can relate, Chris, rather much so. And Dave's got a ton ton of stuff coming as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Which, one of which I think we'll hear next week. Ooh, what could that mean, Dave? What could that mean? Production value's gone through the roof, lads. It's gone through the roof. Yeah, I know. And just less echo, I think, would probably be the the best way to describe it. For all parties, we're going to sound amazing, right? Mm -hmm. This is it. This is it. Well, I think that's a nice jumping off point. Thanks for letting us know what you've been up to. But should we land right there on What Are You Playing Island? Yes. And talk about that. Let's do this. What are you playing? Okay, dokey. Dave, you went first last week. So, you know, Chris. Share the love, share the love. I, I thought you were going to say, I'm going to go first this week. No, but I will do next week because that's how I roll. Oh, fancy. Right. Uh, obviously, I'm going to play some Gears of War 5, which I think the world has. Uh, I've been playing some more control. I still have no idea what is going on in that game. Uh, but the creepy janitor you meet at the start of the game has a lot, a lot going on by the looks of things. It's always the creepy janitor, man. Always. It is, yeah. It, I knew there was something about it in the first second I saw him. He looks really weird. I've seen him in lots of trailers and yes, gameplay he snippets. He's proper funny as well. Is he Russian? Not that, I, not that I can comment. I don't know where he's from. Really? No, he can't even hesitate a guess. Uh, we'll go with Poland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, because why not? So, uh, Hey, are you under any more of an understanding as to what Control is about? No. Now? Absolutely, absolutely none at all. I am making very slow progress. Uh, I've unlocked a couple of new powers which allow me to do more stuff. I've still not beaten the giant worm that I was struggling with last week. Yeah. That sounds a little bit wrong. I have worms. Yeah. Could be. It may have been a winky joke. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, so yeah, I'm thinking uh, the more I unlock, the more chance I might have of beating the giant worm again. <laughs> be oh, be the worm. <laughs> Ooh, episode titles coming out already, guys. No, nobody's going to understand that. I don't think. <laughs> no, let's hope not. Uh, also, I, I neglected to mention a game that I actually played through to completion while we were off air for God knows how long. Okay. Uh, Man of Medan, which you may have seen advertised, and, and uh, yeah, there was a fair bit on it at launch. Yeah, yeah. It's not a massive game, should take you about six to eight hours to play through. I managed to get two survivors through my first playthrough. It's by the guys who done Until Dawn, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. really tell that the way you play through it. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Cool. I actually didn't know that. But what's, it, what's it about? Can you give us a bit of a, a brief synopsis, just for me, because I'm stupid? 
it's it's essentially a short story about a group of people who uh, sort of get stranded on a boat while looking for treasure out in the out in the Pacific Ocean, and yeah, some bad stuff happens. They get pirated, and then uh, they go on onto this big uh, ghost ship. Essentially, sounds ominous. Yes, and that's that's where the fun or pant changing really happens. Okay, wow, that sounds pretty good, actually. I yeah. can't say I've heard of it, but for some reason, my ba- my brain, excuse me, is completely blanking on like what it's about and uh, that kind of thing. I should know. Yeah, it came and went. It came and went pretty quickly, but yeah, it's fun for a playthrough, and I'm sure it will get reduced in price very quickly as yeah, as copies turn up in secondhand stores when people who are playing through yeah. at least once or twice. It reviewed fairly well, if I remember rightly. It did, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, mostly favourable, I'd say. There are a couple of a couple of people that hate it, but as with anything these days, that's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. You once more, I have to commend you. This year, you've done so well on completing games, Chris. I know it's weird, right? It's like I, I have there's something been awakened in me, and I now need to do stuff. I think it's the Funky Gamer Podcast, personally. It's awakening the inner gamer, pushing you to finish these games. I don't know. It might well be. Yeah. The shame I had before we started recording this podcast has been has been pushed to one side, and then I, <laughs> I now have a sense of achievement in my life. A sense of pride and accomplishment. Yes. Uh, one more game I have been playing this week, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, or eFootball PES 2020, which is now the official title for it. Why? Why did they which change is it? still a mouthful. They changed it because uh, of e- yeah, they want to get into the eSports arena, and they feel changing the name will allow them to do that a little bit more easy. I don't think it will. Versus FIFA? Changing the name, it just, yeah, it just makes it a lot more difficult. Well, it sounds like you've been having fun with that. It's- yeah, I have. I have. It's a good game. Good, solid update on last year's title, which was a little bit disappointing. This year seems to play and handle a lot better. Unless you're online, and obviously you meet all the um, pro gamers, of course, yes. And is is it riddled with microtransactions? Uh, they they have sort of a version of Ultimate Team, which is there. Uh, yeah, obviously you can spend money on it, but you don't need to. Yeah, it's not quite as bad as FIFA. The whole "you don't need to" seems to be quite a common excuse among loot boxes and gambling packs and whatever you want to call it in general. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised there. Awesome. Sounds like you've been having an all-around good time, though. Yes, yeah. Fitting that in between work and sleeping, is, it's, been, it's not been easy for me this week. Can you imagine? It's a hard life, isn't it? It is. It really is. For those of us that work in retail. I say us. I don't work in retail. No, you do not. You don't know the hell we go through daily. Well, Dave, what about you? Have you been going through any form of hell recently? Just what happens on a daily basis with morons around here, but that's another story for another time, that one. Like, but... Yeah, well, fair play, fair play, fair play. <laughs> But uh, Call of Duty, I obviously got in on the beta. Okay, what's your experience been like with that then? Tell us all about it. I actually quite enjoyed it. It ran really well. The hit detection was bang on, which 90% of the Treyarch games are. And you could tell from the offset that it was built on a brand new engine from the ground up. It ran really nice. The maps were a nice size, they were nicely laid out. And I really enjoyed my time with it. And because, and because of that, I'm going to go and see it's a day one purchase. And I've never said that about Call of Duty since 2009. So fairly bold statement then. Well, yeah, I'm back, baby. <laughs> Very nice. Well, what is it just a, I'm guessing it's just a multiplayer demo. Yeah, yeah, it's just a multiplayer demo. Obviously, they added different elements to it during the week. There was, first of all, it was just team deathmatch. And then they added hard point and another game mode. Is that new? 
No, no, it's previous game modes and other Call of Duty. It's just obviously, I mean, to stress test on the servers, really, isn't it? Yeah, sure. So what exactly have they changed compared to, say, last year's COD and the way that that multiplayer worked? Is that they've done much with it? There's no more shenanigans, shall we say, with stupid overpowered perks and stuff like that. It's back to basics, Call of Duty, like modern warfare era. As they like to say, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground, all right. Very nice indeed. Well, I'm glad you've actually came to a decision based on the beta that you want to buy that day one. No, the decision is PlayStation 4, Xbox or PC. <laughs> you have a, f- a few options there, of course. You're going to weigh it up, and I'm sure if it's PC, you won't be getting it on the Epic Store. Oh, God, no. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Chris is... Chris, did you say you were going to get COD day one? It was a Ghost Recon that you said you weren't going to buy day one. Yes, yeah, COD. I managed to, well, I managed to spend a bit of time on it over the weekend as well, in between other bits mm. and pieces. But yeah, uh, pretty much the same as Beta 1 for me. Well, sorry, the Alpha that I snuck into. Uh, yeah, all good. Wonderful. Well, I didn't play it, of course. You hate first-person shooters. This is not a shock. No, that's, listen, that's a misconception. I don't <laughs> hate first-person shooters. I've said it before. I hate shooters that are online that I am bad at. That is it. Oh, uh, okay. But more you practice, the better you get, Ricky. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it just doesn't appeal to me. But then again, I'm not saying I won't play multiplayer. You know, we're going to look at doing some Gears streams over the coming weeks and things like that. So I'm not going to completely rule it out, but it's usually not my bag. Good lad. So I like to hear. I thought, I thought that would please you. I'm glad that. I'm glad about that. Uh, Gears 5 is pretty much the only thing I've been on with since last week. As you know, I told you on last week's show, if you tuned in, uh, I was playing through the co-op the campaign, sorry, in co-op. I'm now finished that, as you know, Dave, because the last act was the three-player co-op. <laughs> we did that last night. So we had uh, myself, Dave, and uh, another friend of ours, who I'll mention at the end of the show, actually, for good reason, uh, who played as Jack the robot, which was an interesting experience. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the third wheel gets to play as the robot, which I thought was awesome. Oh, it was meant because we just keep dropping guns off and grenades. It was like, cheers, dude. <laughs> yep, so every now and again, we'd just get a shield. If we went down, he'd come and revive us. Yeah, and then, like, He'd be like, I'm just going to come and drop some ammo off, and we'd be shooting at stuff like, yeah, no worries, pal, thank you very much. It was just a great experience. I've got to say about the game overall, what an amazing game that was. Mm-hmm. Personally, I enjoyed the somewhat divisive ending. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit abrupt, but I think it's for good reason. Yes. Now, I'm not, we're not going to talk about that because, one, I don't think Chris has finished the game. Am I right? You are correct. Okay, well, don't worry, we haven't spoiled anything for you, nor any of the listeners that may have yet uh, got to the end of Gears. Uh, What I will say is, or I'll reiterate, I think it's amazing. What I can kind of allude to, and a lot of outlets are doing this, is the game absolutely does something in the last hour or so that's not typical of Gears games in the past. That's all I can say. And it sets up this really interesting future for the franchise. I really can't wait to see what they do. I want to outline, I still had some technical issues, like literally every play session with Gears I've had in co-op, and this is not multiplayer, this is just the campaign, I've had regular dropouts with the game, and also some really mad party and connectivity problems that may or may not be related. I know I'm not the only one who's had these issues, but they have been prevalent. Not enough to completely disrupt the experience that I had, I still thought the game was amazing, but I really wish those hadn't have been there. Uh, that said, I will uh, kind of finish off this by saying I believe players are being compensated by the coalition for the issues that were experienced campaign and multiplayer uh, over that first week with five days worth of XP boosts and some scrap to spend on something called skill cards. Yay. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for your for your free micro transaction loot. <laughs> yes, they could have done nothing, I suppose. So yeah, refund, <coughs> refund. <laughs> the thing is, and we'll go into this later. Many people didn't buy gears. I know did they? this is very true. So refunds might not have been the best option here, but we're, that's part of the loot. The excuse me, news and discussion. I can't talk tonight. I don't know why. It's got to be tough. It's annoying to get through the rest of this. It is going to be tough. Especially when you've got a podcast to do, man. Come on, probably get your stuff together. Right, chaps, anything else that you want to talk about in terms of what you've been playing before we move on to the nyows and discussion? No, you're at it, Lake. I, I don't think so. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Shall we move on, then? Let's do that. Yes. Funky Gamer, news and discussion. Okay, got a few things on the news list this week. I'll take this first night, and we can have a bit of a chat about it. Loot boxes has been a thing that I've railed on in the past. If you've listened to our episodes, you'll know I'm not a fan. I don't think you've ever mentioned it before. Maybe, yeah. Or you can believe Chris, who, by the way, should not be trusted. I'm going with Chris. I can't recall you ever mentioning loot boxes. No, 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 no. Neither of my co-hosts can be trusted, <laughs> ladies and gents. <laughs> they both are conspiring against me, is what's happening. So we have a new report. In the UK, which comes, by the way, of a committee called DCMS, which for those that aren't in the know or haven't read, stands for Digital Culture, Media and Sport Committee. Which literally nobody had heard of before this week. Nope. I didn't know they existed. <laughs> nope. Did you, Dave? No. I had no clue until I read this, the show notes. And now suddenly they're, they're like the central talking point in what is an ongoing loot box controversy. If only they'd put so much time and effort into Brexit, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yes, that is a very good point, but let's not, go, let's not talk politics. <laughs> Whilst we won't be outlining everything that about was in the Brexit. report. About or about Brexit. That's because the Brexit report's empty, boys. There's nothing there. I'm trying to keep us on the train track. You're derailing me. That's all right. It's okay. We'll get back on track of Reds. We will. It's fine. It's fine. The full link to the report, not Brexit, is in the description. The DCMS thing. Yes, the DCMS. Yes, I thought <laughs> that. Wow, that confused me. It's, it sounds like DCMA, which is a takedown law. You get it on YouTube. Except it's, except it's got an S on the end. <laughs> yes. It's the only difference. It's almost the same. Shut up. Same but different. Is that what you're saying? Come on, Ricky. Back on track. The report specifically highlights concerns with loot boxes and skin betting and goes into a bunch of detail about those practices specifically in video games, right? Talks about uh, and uses real gamer testimony to drive home how big of an issue this actually is and can be for some players. And then they go on to basically encourage Peggy, who's the game's rating board, to implement the same rating systems that they use for gambling software into games that use loot boxes. Can you believe, guys, that the industry, or EA, have responded and all offered a response, but it's basically the same retired old crap that we've heard before? <laughs> surprise! Yeah, it's surprise and we don't agree. It's as simple as surprise, that. Surprise, your wallet's empty. <laughs> I'm not going to give them the satisfaction and talk about their response, but what I would like to get, kind of garner, we've spoken about loot boxes a ton in the past. I've railed on about it. I really want to get your kind of definitive opinion of loot boxes as it stands at this point and following this report. Uh, Dave, go for it. What do you really think about this? Like, Does it impact you? Does it not? If not, why? Give us some insight into your thought process. I think they're a very dirty, scummy, little underhanded tactic, but I don't partake in them. They're there if you want to partake, but I don't. 
And yeah, there is some games that give you coins which you can transfer for in-game items via... I mean, we'll use Fallout 76, for example, because it's the only previous experience. Sure. Everything that is in that atom store can be bought with atoms, which you can purchase, or you can unlock in-game. And like I've said, I've got just about everything on that list, apart from the packages, which didn't have 1,500 atoms at the time, and I haven't spent a single penny. Yeah. And there was a little bit of controversy about a refrigerator that's been added. Yeah, I've seen this recently. It's in the last week. There's, there's, there's hundreds of videos out there, clickbait titles. If Bethesda have done this, they've done that, they've done this. Don't buy it if you don't like it. Don't buy it. But I bought it with me in-game items, Jez. Okay, so you didn't actually spend any money on that? No, I haven't, I haven't spent a single penny other than the initial purchase of £9.72 for Fallout 76. That's pretty cool. What, I would, what do you think about this from the point of view of you know, this can be a problem area, maybe not for you, but potentially for others. Like, It's a massive problem because I know a few people that are sensitive to that type of thing with the gambling side of it. And I know like what gambling does to people and targeting young people is not a good idea. You can sugarcoat it as surprise mechanics all you want. If it's got any type of gambling system in it, it's gambling and it should be regulated correctly. Yeah. It shouldn't be in any games at all. Which appears to be absolutely the route that this report is going down. Uh, I'll agree very much with what you say there. Uh, Chris, uh, can you maybe expand on that? You have a different opinion, perhaps? I think, unfortunately, they're now a part of modern gaming. You're right, because it is. I know. Because, let's face it, they're everywhere. They're just everywhere. It's, yeah, it's they are. Sim- every game. Yeah, it's as simple as that. They are just everywhere. Is that something that the consumer should stand for? Should we accept that that's just it, that that's now the case? They're in everything, therefore, let's move on. Or do we go in the opposite direction, rebel and try and turn the tides? The amount of money that people spend on them, you can't really say that they are not... A, well, for the games companies, they are a great thing. For the general consumer, they are not. But people are willing to spend their hard-earned cash to get certain rewards and certain boosts in games. It's as easy as that. It's not going to stop anytime soon. No, I don't think it will go away. Do you think legislation is needed here, though? Definitely. If they can legislate it, then yeah, go for it. I mean, Belgium have outright banned them. So, I mean, clearly there's some there's something that can be done. Also, some of the blame's got to lie on little Timmy's mum and dad, who's just say, there you go, there's me credit card to go and buy six million V-Bucks. Crack on, Timmy. Yeah, that's a very good point. Although, to be, I have heard the counter-argument that it's a crazy world in which we should now be expected to go ahead and have the foresight to set up parental guidance within games specifically, something that you never used to have to do. Yeah, this is true. So, uh, you know, there's a kind of a give and take on this argument, but I certainly understand what you're saying. It's not, some, it's not something I would tolerate. I would be regulating it heavily if it was my daughter. But, yeah, sh- sure. But uh, it would be, I suppose, nice to not have that concern, you know, to just not have to do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you didn't have to before, so why now kind of thing? But yeah, you're right. The fact that uh, some parents are, are obviously unaware of the impact that this may have, don't know that this kind of thing is going on, it's... I do think that legislation is the thing that's going to have to come in to put a stop to this. Like Chris says, I don't think they're going to go away. Loot boxes will remain. But if we can get to a point where we can drive the publishers hard enough so that they can't market to kids and that parents have less responsibility to combat something that they didn't even ask for, I I think that's going to be a better world that we live in, at least before. And even then, maybe that'll drive publishers to make changes to the way that microtransactions work in general. You know, if, if they start hacking away at their revenue by putting legislation in place. Yeah, very interesting topic, guys. Uh, thanks for your opinions there. So I really welcome uh, the thoughts of others on this because it's a hot topic, has been for a number of, going on years now? 
Yeah, send us send us five pounds and give us your opinion. <laughs> you'll, you'll get nothing. Surprise! <laughs> yes, you may get a response. It's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise email account. Yes, my <laughs> PayPal address will be in the show notes. Yes, uh, is that me? I'm gonna have to write that down. Get Chris's PayPal address. Cool. Let's move on, shall we, guys? Uh, well, although, although I will put it as I always do to the listener, if you're listening and you want to give us your thoughts on uh, this particular subject, loot boxes, the legislation, the UK report that's just come out. I'd love to know. We would love to know what you think. So get in touch with us. We'll plug some stuff at the end of the show with everything else. So stick around for that or check the show notes down below. Let's move on to the next news topic. Oh, dear. Go for it, Chris. Uh, surprisingly, to probably nobody, uh, Gears 5 external sales outperform sales on Steam. This is big news. It is. It is. I think it's. Uh, I think Game Pass has a fair bit to play in this. Yes, uh, this is. I think is the ultimate. Uh, uh, pun intended. Well done. <laughs> Maybe the ultimate pass. Boom. Yeah. Mm. The, the the ultimate reason for the success for Gears. Outside, well, this is a kind of a question that we'll get to. Uh, but yes, it's been doing well, right? It has. It has. It's done all right across the course of the last week. Uh, they, obviously, they, if you had Game Pass Ultimate, you managed to get in very early to play the game, as you discovered. Mm. Uh, if you didn't have Game Pass, you got it. You got it a few days later, but it's not like you lost out. You missed out on essentially a new beta, which is what the rest of us had to put up with for the course of that weekend. You missed out on most of the technical issues. <laughs> yes, lucky you. Uh, so, following Gears 5's release, it would appear its presence on Steam hasn't been too much of a boon. It had a maximum concurrent player number count of around 10,000 players, which ain't great. No, for Steam, that is not great. I believe that that doesn't, that number doesn't allow it to even encroach like the top 25 played games on Steam or something like that. No, it's nowhere near. Absolutely nowhere near. Which is unfortunate, but. That doesn't mean that Gears itself hasn't been a success, right? No, no, it's still been huge. It's still been huge. Uh, Stats show the game still performed well, uh, so inclusion of the game on Game Pass, obviously a massive help. <laughs> For sure. <That's, laughs> in fact, I'd argue that's the only reason to be, other than the good reviews and the fact that the game is really amazing and people report it as such, the fact that it's available on Game Pass yeah. Is the reason. It's, yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Absolutely huge. Why would you spend money on, on the PC version of the game when you can get it on Xbox for nothing? Exactly right. Yeah. yeah that's one of the, again, one of the reasons that Game Pass is so good. Yeah. Plus, the um, I, I, I can testify to this, like the prices of Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, like going up, especially on the, the week leading up to Gears 5's launch, they were stupidly low. I got like two months for two quid. Yes, I think that's the, what they were banking on. Every, what, what they were banking on everybody doing, and then everybody forgetting that they'd done it, and then get hit by the full price when the two months expire. Yeah, I've set my mine expires on Christmas Day, so they better not screw me over. <laughs> that's going to be yeah. You best cancel at the start of that week. It'd be tragic. That. But yeah, so I I think that's probably. I mean, don't get, think about it. It's a genius strategy in some ways that it worked. You know, they offer Game Pass for a really low price. They then have Gears release on Game Pass, and if you get the ultimate for a really low price, you can get it four days early. Who's not going to do it? Play two, play Gears for two quid. Yeah, it, uh, it's just, yeah, absolute madness. Why would you not want to do that? Especially the hype that's been building up to this game. I was going to say it's a no-brainer, right? For the price. Yeah, I encourage anybody. Just, I, I say Game Pass is a great service anyway, even without the inclusion of Gears. I mean, don't get me wrong. That definitely in- enhances your reasons to want to go and get this, but 
I would recommend it anyway, to be fair. I, I think it's brilliant. I do. Yeah. Is the game, uh, do you agree with me? Do you think this game has been s- successful because of Game Pass? Or is this a fluke and there's other factors at play? Am I just being inconsiderate? I think a lot of people have come back to see what direction they're taking gears in. Rightly so. And what a game to come back on based on what oh, I yeah. spoke about briefly before, <laughs> Absolutely right? Absolutely awesome, I thought. Mm. Chris, I can't wait for you to finish this so we can talk about it properly. Yeah. Will I ever finish it? Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to finish it after the podcast. <laughs> I want to get through Control first. Oh, God. If you, no, going back, if you going, finish Man of Midan. Going back to the point of Control, uh, I checked through my achievements just before we went on air, and uh, 80% of people had hit the end of Chapter 1 and got an achievement for it. And I'm up to now Chapter 8, and only 30% of people have hit that. Oh, so you're in the minority. I am, which is weird to me. You feel special? I do a little bit, yeah. That could mean other things, that though. <laughs> people have just... <laughs> people have just given up, up and just sacked it off. This, this worm's doing my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people got to the massive worm and then just thought, nah, it's not for me, this. No. Don't be deterred. I'm still going to play it. I will be one of those 30% boy. Boy. Will you? I just I don't know how many chapters there are, but I am thinking I am close to finishing. I'm really hoping you're going to be able to give us some form of explanation as to what you think the game's about when you finished it. So do I. <laughs> oh my god, so do I. If not, I'm going to Google an explanation just so I've got something out of this whole experience. That's plagiarism. If vocal plagiarism, it's but it's still plagiarism. Well, I'd still like to know if I'm not understanding it that I can't be the only one that doesn't understand what the hell is going on in that game. Right, a letter to Sam Lake. Is, uh, is, that, is, is that as easy as it is? Yeah. Well, isn't he He's the... will be in the show notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Sam at Remedy. Dude, apparently there's nine chapters. Okay. I, I think, um... from what I'm looking at. Oh, no, that's, that's, a, wrong, that's a wrong game. Sorry. Oh, 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 <laughs> what was the game? Does it sound like Control? I'm, I'm not even going to embarrass myself. <laughs> okay. Of course. Because if I'd have done it, it's not like you'd have pursued that embarrassment. <laughs> jumped all over that. I'm I'm cautious sometimes (laughs) anyway so guys Gears 5's done really well on uh, across the board but seemingly a lot of those sales haven't come from Steam which is a a first let's be honest so well done to Microsoft and sorry to Valve the marketing department yes congratulations anyway let's move on to the final news bit here Dave you got this one I certainly have so with all this carry on going on with Tim Swaney Tim Swaney, Tom, mm. Tom Swaney. <laughs> Tom Swaney. It looks like Steam are pushing back in the form of an algorithm. So what this algorithm does is it'll push indie developers as opposed to favouring AAA games. Which makes sense because one of the things that the Steam store has been really bad at is discovering games that aren't made by AAA publishers. AAA publishers, yeah. So in a Steam community blog post, it outlines that they're receiving lots of feedback and they felt too biased towards AAA titles, and also stated that the algorithmic changes and bug fixes were made in line with feedback, and now these changes are all visible across Steam. So they're in place already. So yeah, yeah. So it looks like they're they're pushing back a little bit. Well, uh, it's about time. Uh, Valve, for some reason, seem to be a company that are very difficult to have their hand forced. Like, the idea, you've got to move mountains in order to get those, those guys to do anything, let alone respond to anything. I know, but they don't need to. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely massive compared to Epic Games store. They are, but, uh, you know, underhanded tactics are not 
Tom Swoney's <laughs> making some large strides in this area. He's been rapping this week. Have you heard about this? Well, do you know what it is? I don't want to be sick, mate. I don't, want to, I don't even want to look at the man's face. <laughs> and I never mind hear him rap. No, he's not actually been rapping. This is on a Twitter. I've read about this today, so I'll drop it in since we're talking about uh, Epic. <laughs> Make drop, so it, boom. Yeah, yeah. Some bit, I'll mic drop it in. Somebody tweeted at him, I think it was basically a complete diss. They, they weren't particularly nice, but they did it in a you know, rap slang fashion. Yeah. And what he decided to do is in his response, he decided that he was going to rap back to them. And they had like this three or four tweet exchange, which just involved, I don't know, a couple of Jay-Z wannabes, I think, in some respect. And they were just dissing each other. It was kind of fun to watch, and it was something I saw, I think it was on VG247. Why they wrote an article about that, I will never know, but it was there. So I figured it's worth mentioning, right? No, it wasn't. <sighs> Sorry, listener. When it comes to Tom, I think it's definitely worth a mention. I, I can't stand the blog. It's just, he's a, oh, it's like a 1999, and that's never changed. I seem to be changing my, my tune with it. I don't know. Some days I like him, and other days I just I think, why do I bother? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I can't make my mind up about this guy. It's probably because that's probably why I can't choose whether to call him Tim or Tom. Either or. They both work. Tom. Oh, it's where weird. <laughs> I like Tim, but I dislike Tom. How about that? That'll do. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Call him Tim Tom. <laughs> I already have done, but then I nearly got sued by a satnav maker. Great. <laughs> <laughs> But we shall see if um, Epic do anything about this apart from stealing developers from underneath people's noses, which is still not cool. Still not cool. You can sugarcoat it, you can put as many cherries on you wanted it, it's still dirty, sly, underhanded tactic. I know, it's one of the videos that we sourced covering this, I think it was from Bellular News, and mm. they, they, one of the comments, like the third top voted, was something in the lines of, oh, what was it? It was... And the Epic Store still doesn't have a shopping basket. <laughs> Something like that, which I thought was, I was like spot on. We said this last week, like, it doesn't even have a shopping basket, so. How is that still a thing? How does it not? I don't know. Go and see Tim. Speak to Tom. Uh, tell him Tim sent you. I'll email him after the show. He'll be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll sort this out. <laughs> yes, Chris is going to have answers for us next week because he's yes. going to personally get in touch with Tom, Tim, Swoney, Sweeney. <laughs> Tim, Tom. And we'll, yeah, get some answers out. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Are you doubting that I would be able to get in touch with Tim? <laughs> you would crap your pants if Chris went, well, I got a reply from Tom. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say I'll bet me left nut on it, but uh, it's probably not a good idea. No, what if if he loses, you've lost the nut. <laughs> That's all right, I've got kids. I will go with the left nut. Yeah, okay. Right, well. <laughs> I have done, I've done my purpose. I listen, r- listen. R- <laughs> People hold us far too dearly to things we say out loud on this show. Oh, God, so don't, please. Don't do that. I would be very careful about what you're saying you will give up if, if this does or doesn't happen, just for that reason. I've already forgotten what we were talking about. I didn't, I didn't essentially mean my left nut, I meant a left nut that I've got in my hand, like as in a Brazil nut, you know what I mean? <laughs> Of course, we weren't. We, we wouldn't make any kind of crude gesture about testicles in any way. <laughs> Ricky, did you have to lower the tone again? <laughs> no, <laughs> lower the tone. <laughs> My nut dropped. Anyway, let's move on <laughs> to the uh, the next segment. We're done with the news. That's it. That's it. Steam have done something with their service to make it better and more competitive versus the Epic Store. Basically, is the long and short of that story. Tune in next week for Epic's reply. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for that. Yes. Which we cannot guarantee. <laughs> you have a basket. <laughs> Yay! 
You see, that's the tragedy about this entire story is that's going to be a news story. It really is. Epic Games Store finally gets basket and people are going to be happy about it. Uh, this is crazy. Article incoming from Kotaku. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Yeah, <laughs> we will see. We will see. Shall we move on, guys, to the magical, wonderful wonders of Chris's Corner? Yes. Yeah, man. Let's do it. It's time for Chris's Corner. Okay, following last week's very long and drawn-out Chris's Corner. It was a change. We were testing the wars. Oh, God, yes. Will we ever? And that was... It's not a quick fire corner this week. No, it was a lot of effort for me to put that many stories together last week, and I don't think... I, don't, don't Dude, I thought think. that was awesome, <laughs> man. You should do it again. <laughs> At least once a month. Oh, God. We'll see how we get on. We'll go back to the compact and more understandable Chris's Corner format this week. Okay, go for it. What have you got for us? So, Borderlands 3 launched this week, which is weird because none of us have mentioned it. Yeah, because I've not played it yet. Same as. Weirdly, they are having performance issues across the board. Yes. That's why I've not played it yet. Is that is that the reason you've not played it? I've heard why you're lying. Yeah, well, I I was I never I was never going to get it day one, but I then heard about the issues they were having, and I was like, okay, let's boycott this momentarily. Yes, until at least the first patch and maybe the second one. Mm, yeah. So Xbox One, PS4, and PC players. So it's every, they're not they're not leaving anyone out here. They're all having problems with uh, FPS dips and co-op issues. Switch players are fine because it's not out on that platform. Yes, yeah, they're loving life, just doing what they're doing. So what do we know about the problems that they've been having? Do you have any detail on that at all? Essentially, they are just performance issues. So the game glitches, the game runs slowly. It's it's well, its frame rate is not steady at sixty frames per second, which I think is what they promised before launch. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Oh right, okay. So it's it's actually underperforming based on what they said. Yes, they're saying run on thirty and you'll be fine. You bump it up to sixty, you will hit some issues. It, that's not a good look, though, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> not really. No, not considering we've been waiting a while for this game. But there's even issues with it when you put the resolution mode, I believe it is, as opposed to performance. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's the Digital Foundry video. Okay, I, I haven't seen it. They, they do a full analysis of it, and it, it does tank, like, the frame rate. Ooh, damn. That's not good news for them, especially when if DF are bashing it. They're like the de facto... What DF are also saying is they hadn't really gotten into the game where there was more action, so to speak, and obviously it'll get crazier as you get into the game. So they're wondering how it's going to hold up as the action gets crazier. It definitely won't. <laughs> and th- th- this is early on. It's tanking like mid forties, isn't it? Yeah. So instead of doing magic tricks, Randy, sort the code out. <laughs> yes. Get rid of the microtransactions. Stop being a. Don't swear word on Twitter. <laughs> Do your job, man. Do your job. I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. He. Sh- it, that is a very good point. Stop. Stop shuffling cards, Randy. Come on. Get your Borderlands code sorted. That is amazing, though. You know, they make all this hype and then they have all, the, all these issues. And I understand that issues can come out of nowhere until you test things on scale, which you can't really do until point of sale. You're never really going to know how everything works. But at the same time, I sit and I think something as basic as hitting frame rates across all systems. Yeah, you'd think they'd have tested that before launch. Yeah, that's just ludicrous to me. They do actually make a comparison against Gears of War because obviously it runs on Unreal Engine, both of them. And they're saying, if we can get Gears of War to do this, how come Gearbox can't get Borderlands to do this? Yeah, that's an amazing point as well, actually, when you think about it. Yeah. Because Gears plays at 4K60, pretty much con- constantly on the X, at least. Thereabouts, there's very few dips on Gears. And the PC version absolutely will run at that resolution and plus higher frame rate. So it's, it's a, a fair point. You know, if they can do it with this game on this engine, then, you know, <laughs> respectfully, Gearbox, you've got no excuse. 
Yeah, I might post my screenshot that I took of Gears uh, on the FG Insta at some stage. Oh, do it. Yeah, by all means, man. You, it's there for you to use, and uh, you know, people uh, p- people tend to like Instagram, which is which is fun. So. I like posting stuff on there. Yes, I will get on that after this. Uh, okay, on to the next one. Death Stranding, which is the... It's now... Well, we are very close to launch. Very, very close to launch. Uh, and Death Stranding, they have a room in the game where Sam can do some... Well, it'd be a Nikojima game, some very weird things. You know, I've seen the... I've seen videos being advertised for this. I haven't watched any of them. One of them had a screenshot of him pulling a very strange face. Yes, yeah, you can you can screen cap that, and uh, it depends on the angle you're looking at him at, and there's all sorts of other weird stuff, obviously. Uh, so yeah, but the weird thing is, instead of controlling him in the room, you sort of control the camera. So it's the the angle of the camera depends on his action. Weird. That's kind of weird. I can't imagine how that works. Yeah, I'd have to think. I th- I need to see that visually. <laughs> yes, I think I think we all would. But uh, the one area that you shouldn't focus on is the man's crotch. I'm assuming he has a full on pee pee. You, you look you look at him too closely in that area, and he will punch you in the face. Oh, you get punched? Yes. Yeah, normal readers comes down and physically punches you in the face. Okay. That's not something I do, as be fair. Look at men's peepees like, but you know, whatever floats your boat, mate. I was going to say, one of the things I won't be doing, if you only will to now. test the whole punching in the face feature, oh, well, I'm going to leave that to you, Chris, because I know you're going to do it. With photo mode. You think I'm going to play Death Stranding? <laughs> That's a very good point, but up and, I, I thought that, but then you brought up the story, and I was like, well, hell. You know. You must have some interest in it. <laughs> I have still no interest in it. I just thought it was a cool story. It's got a photo mode, though. No, no it doesn't. Shut up. It will have. Yeah, of course it will. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <that's- laughs> in games you thought would never have a Battle Royale mode, what would you think is coming? Farming Simulator. <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> that would be awesome. That actually Minecraft Battle Royale. TM Funky Gamer. That would be pretty cool. Uh Civilization Six. <laughs> <laughs> How's that gonna work? Uh weirdly it will be uh as you well, you know how you play Civilization, it's turn based. Mm-hmm. And therefore, as you go through it pits you well, you can play uh, between two and twelve players on one map. Uh there are no civilizations that we, yeah, they're, God, honestly, it's a struggle. It really is. There are no civilizations to guide through the ages, uh, however, and building is entirely out of the window too. Oh, right. So what you have to do is protect a single civilian unit on the map at all times. Yeah. That's an interesting concept. It's, a, it's generally like a different take on Battle Royale, then, which is yes, new. Yes, it is. It is. Obviously, you've got the zone closing in on you as you play through each turn, so you've got to be very careful where you're going. Uh, I'm guessing in a 12-player in a game, you may not have that much time to do very much. The maps are going to have to be massive if they want 12 players and it's radius-based. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when there's, with the zone closing in on you. You don't really want to be one of the first ones out on that kind of thing. No. Well, the thing is, if, if, you, if you're player one and you've got to wait another 12 turns before you can go again, the, the <laughs> radius might have closed in on you by that point. Yeah, you could, you could very well be dead before you even get a second go. That's correct, just because the, the the game spawns you at the edge of the map. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. unlucky. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You, you're dead already. Sorry about that. That's an awesome idea. Like, I, I, I don't play Civ. I haven't done in years. I maybe would do. I don't think I'd play this because it's Battle Royale, but hell, good idea. It's certainly an interesting take on the game. Mm, for sure. Okay, here endeth my corner. Oh, congratulations on a, another successful corner this week. Thank you. And stop. Well, wonderful. I think 
Uh, well, that's not the last we'll hear from you, Chris, but we'll move on to the plugs and then... It might be. I might, I might be done already after last week's epic job. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, that's not my fault. But we know you're not. <laughs> Dave said it. Dave said it. Let's move on to the plugs, chaps. Start to wrap all of this up. Let's go. Plug Life. Okay, let's get the uh, usual, as it were, out of the way so we can get on to our one more thing and uh, plug our person recommendation for this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you didn't catch last week's show, as well as plugging our our own stuff, kind of rinse repeat each week, we're also looking to name drop anyone in the game scene, be it a podcast, YouTube channel, or anything in between, therefore encouraging you to go and check them out. Before that, though, let me quickly tell you about all the places you can find us across Tinterwebs. Firstly, our website, funkygamer.co.uk, has had some nice CSS updates in the last couple of days, courtesy of moi. It's by far the quickest way to keep up to date with us and the podcast specifically. Aside of that, though, we are on all major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, YouTube. Just search for the Funky Gamer podcast on those platforms or use the links on our website if you're struggling to find them. Whilst you're there, of course, why not consider chucking us a like or a star rating depending on what service you're using and be sure to follow or subscribe on there as well to get future episodes as they drop each week as well as our ever-growing back catalogue of stuff we're also on discord i would absolutely love for more gaming peeps to come hang in our channel check out the show notes for the link and don't be shy come say hi yes that rhymed and it purposely did so did it it's amazing right i thought about this good work well done live streaming it is going to be making a return within the next that's going to say two weeks. We'll have another blog post update as promised, as well as post to social networks to let you know how all that's going to work. Dave, you want to say something to the live stream? Live streaming's kind of a funny one at the moment because I need a half-decent graphics card, but I'm in the process of building a PC. Give us a couple of weeks, get myself sorted, because at the moment we're running like potato resolution and nobody, nobody wants to watch VHS quality streaming. You know, you're quite right. Uh, for those that aren't aware, because I maybe you know, I haven't made it publicly or uh, public knowledge, myself and Dave are working towards working out how we're going to be dealing with the live streams professionally each week between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're just kind of getting bits into place at the moment. Again, we'll post something to the website, etc. Once we have updates on that, it will be within the next couple of weeks, hopefully. So keep your eyes out. Yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll have more information for you there. You can keep tabs via Facebook dot com slash funky gamer the fg twitter page which is at funky gamer blog and on instagram too which is funky dot gamer that'll ensure you simply don't miss a beat as advised though all of this stuff is in the show notes below for you to check out and click on so go and do that now before i finish rambling our person plug for this week is one that i actually meant to include last week with finney uh, a few of you may have been observant enough to notice that we have a shiny new look when it comes to our logo, the podcast artwork, etc., etc., uh, This went live in the last week or so, uh, and the entire thing has been custom designed specifically for us from scratch uh, by a long-term friend of myself and Dave. He's the guy I want to plug today. He, you'll have heard him, you'll have heard us, excuse me, mention him in the past. His name is Matt. He's a pro in the world of UX and design, uh, as well as, and as well, excuse me, as acknowledging the awesome work that he's done for us. I wanted to encourage people to check him out. Uh, and say hey on Twitter. His handle is at the userverse. That's in the description for you to check out. And of course, tell him we sent you. Big thanks to Matt from us. 
Please go show him some love. I believe the dirtier, the better. Wow. Works for him. <laughs> You're not wrong there, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just putting that out there. That's me done, though. <laughs> Dave, have you got anything you'd like to plug before we dearly depart? Did you have to mention plug after that statement? Come on. I know. No, I don't, mate. I don't have anything else to add. I'm surprised you didn't point out the fact that I called it a person plug earlier, mm. if that's the case. I actually, mi- actually missed that one, to be fair, like, but... <laughs> I didn't. I just didn't say anything until now. <laughs> and Chris, think one more do you have? I've got one more thing. Oh, that's not what I said, but cool. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I was never going to repeat what you said. Uh, Anthem is now free on EA Access. So now you can now you can download it and never play it. Yay! Like the, like the rest of the world. They have actually updated it and now added Cataclysm. Whether that makes it any more worthwhile i do not know because i've not had a chance to look yet maybe i will maybe i won't maybe i will who knows yeah i may have a look at it please by all means you two go ahead i'd love to know what you two think i've played it more recently i didn't think they'd done all that much but hell they may have done even more than some so go check it out if you fancy it let me know we'll see awesome so if you've got ea access basically yes go and grab anthem because it's free it is it is, yeah. Or save hard drive space and don't bother. <laughs> Entirely your call. <laughs> it is indeed. I would love to actually know what people think of that game. Now we've not talked about we've not talked about it in a bit. So, for all I know, I guess just dead in the water, isn't it? I, I could be missing for. Well, they've said recently. They've actually publicly said in the last week or two that the game is not dead. It's like Jug at the end of Titanic went. That's Anthem at this moment in time. It's just frozen. The frozen corpse floating in the water. At the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> On a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. That's taking it a bit far, but I understand. Okay, well, that's wonderful. Thanks for the one more thing, Chris. No Anything worries. else, chaps? Anything else? Absolutely not. No, man. Well, thank you to you both for turning up, and I'll see you both next week, yeah? Cheers, yep. Yep, definitely. Awesome. Cheers, guys. And finally, to you, the listener. You're tuning in to the Funky Gamer Podcast, episode 32. But you're smart, and you already knew that, didn't you? Well then, smarty pants, from myself, Ricky James, Chris over there, and Dave over there. Thanks for stopping by, and we will see you next week. Next week.